Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. It's a good show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. One comedian, doing his own voiceover for his own podcast due to monetary restrictions, got tired of pretending he's seen The Wire in conversations at parties. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. I'm Kyle Ayers. Hey everybody, this is Never Seen It. This is the podcast where comedians rewrite famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. Thank you guys very much for listening. Today, we are joined in studio by Sharla Lawrenston. Sharla, Hi. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this movie for uh, a few reasons. And uh, also, we're, we're joined by Travis Clark and Will Miles. Hey guys. Hi. Hey, what's up? <laughs> you guys are like physically very far away. Yes. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah. same studio. But very close to one another. Yeah, yes. definitely, definitely. <laughs> I also feel like this is how they make like uh, great hits by the Beatles and stuff, like in this room. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah, like yeah. we're cutting a Pixar movie. Yeah. Like we're all going to be like, you know, like we're, we're doing VO. I'm, I appreciate how optimistic you are about how many people listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> don't sell yourself short, Kyle. Uh, I won't. Actually, what are the numbers? Do you not know? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, how old are you? How much money do you make? I think we said we get like we get like 40 or 50 people listen almost every episode. Sweet. I think it's more than that. It's tough to tell. Yeah, you know, yeah. We'll, you know, we'll, there's a census in 2020, and we're getting this added. <laughs> oh, that's great. Right. That's fantastic. Race, uh, are you a legal citizen? Do you listen to Never Seen It? Right. And then the sub-question is, do you listen to the Never Seen It podcast that's Kyle's and not one of the two other podcasts right. called Never Seen It on iTunes? Also, can you explain a podcast? Yeah. Just can you tell people what that I'm is? I'm surprised the census at this point doesn't say, what is the name of your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> not, do you have a podcast? Subset, which of your podcasts, oh you know, it's just wh- how many podcasts do you have or in your household? I'm surprised every new podcast doesn't start with an apology. <laughs> I think this <laughs> so one did. sorry. I'm pretty sure this one was like, well, here we are doing another movie podcast. Yep. <laughs> we promise we're trying something pretty different. Sorry to add to it. 
Oh, I thought well, you, I thought you just start, we're going to pull your phone up and play your podcast into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry, to, sorry to add to it right now, but uh, but here you guys, hey everybody, go. this is your host Will Miles. I want to thank everyone. For, <laughs> uh, Remember to like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this is uh, you. You did Beasts of No Nation, yeah, which was one of the first. I think it was one of the first movies I associated with Netflix getting prestige attention. Yeah. I don't even remember what year it came out. Two years ago? I don't remember either. I just remember that String, you know, uh, Stringer Bell from The Wire was doing an African movie. <laughs> it was like, cool. Yeah. Which could have been, would have been a tagline that got a lot more people to watch it, probably. I think so. Uh, and I also heard, I just, uh, I, I had no interest in seeing the movie, but I knew so much about the production of the movie. There was so really? much news. Yeah, because it was the first thing, as you said, that... Netflix was doing but there was so much news about how shitty it was making the movie huh I didn't see well like I didn't see any of this I'm not good at following this sort of stuff I just remember seeing like bus stop ads and subway (laughs) ads and being like this is just on Netflix they had like house of cards and uh, comedy specials and stuff but not we are going to try and win Oscars yeah. with stuff only we have made yeah and now I guess uh, well now it's so overwhelming I don't even know what they do anymore yeah I mean, we know exactly what they do because like everybody's trying to beat them now. Yeah, isn't that what the whole Comcast slash Disney trying to buy Fox thing is? It's like everyone's trying. Uh, everything's to, like, just going to be gonna, as yeah. big as right. Just gonna be, there's yeah. just going to be one network called television. Right. <laughs> and you'll be like, hey, did you see? Do you have television? I have television. Did you see? Yeah. It'll come back around to just having the three channels like it used to have exactly. on the original network. That's exactly network. what they're trying to do. I think it'll get more insidious than that, though. I think at some point you'll be like, oh, I have a Disney kidney. Like, you yeah. know, they just they make <laughs> everything. You hey, know? do you yeah. have a cable login for my soul? <laughs> <laughs> I do not like variety. I hate variety so much. Yeah. I, I mean, like being this told is, do you mean what the magazine? <laughs> I love variety. Yeah, Hollywood <laughs> Reporter is so much better. <laughs> what do you mean, though? Like, uh, there's too many things. Like, I, I know. We're a, there's a push for variety and all that stuff, diversity. I love that. I think diversity but, and variety are different. Th- I hope so for the sake of what I'm saying. But <laughs> I think for the sake well, of my career, I hope so. I'm trying this whole shit right now. Uh, in case you don't know, Will Miles is actually two white males. Uh, <laughs> what's no, it, like, what's those the guys with the tiki torches being like, we don't like variety. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That yeah. kind of they thing? also like the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. <laughs> Too many options. <laughs> no, I'm also overwhelmed by how much shit there is. So yeah. much, like Prime added to like I don't Prime wanna, having I don't good watch shit anything. is fucking me up right now yeah i've actually been listening to a lot of podcasts because i don't want to watch anything it's yeah. so tough to choose something if i get on netflix now i'll panic and just rewatch the office i do the exact same yeah. thing and you're just like well at least <laughs> so i know that this is the office and they didn't make it because now netflix is like hey we got blurk and we got the transformation of eden you're like what is any of this i've never heard of it right i don't know all the posters look the same yeah they all look a little uh amateurish right they do and you're just like, it looks It looks like a weird. very good web series. Yeah, they, every movie on Netflix looks like it was in the beginning of Tropic Thunder. Right. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I hate to say that if Netflix is listening, uh, I want it's to do a like movie It's not like they're going to come but... stab you. <laughs> but it, they're so not professional. Because it's so, there's an overwhelming amount. There's, there's 5,000. Because it's one guy doing all, you know, it just. No, it... I heard that, like, the reason why they get so many things on the air is because there are multiple people that have the power to greenlight things. Like, it doesn't uh, have to be one exec at the top. That so could we greenlight something here right now? I think, we, right could now? Say, yeah, we, could I think we could tweet and Netflix be like, all right, <laughs> we can tweet an idea. Done. <laughs> if this tweet gets 100, yeah. one, 100 favorites, we have been greenlit by Wendy's. But- <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I saw uh, AT and T 
had like an SXSW film that was like that got an award or some shit. I was just like, we're all going to die. And eventually <laughs> now much. it's just the people it's with the money to influence award outcomes will be yeah. making them. Mm-hmm. Like AT&T won another one for Phones Are Great. Give us your password. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be AT&T Oscar. Like it's going to be yeah. a f- golden phone that you win. Yeah, it's going to be. Apple uh, has shit coming out pretty Apple soon. Apple has its own thing. Yeah. They have a network. Yeah. What? Yeah. Apple network, yeah. And Facebook is getting more and more into the production. Yeah. Yeah, and people Side. just don't care. Don't care. <laughs> it's an important time to, giving money to, out to halt the podcast and remind everyone listening. We would love any of you <laughs> yeah, of course, of to course. give me what I cannot I sum also up would love a pretty show. much anything. Yeah. Yeah. I would take pretty much anything. I would sure. as well. <laughs> Does anyone have a job? Subway, do you have your own network at this point? Oh my God, let's make a sandwich Maybe movie. If, if Aldi's had a network, I would love a discount. A subway movie where you pick your own characters. Watch fresh. And you build it to tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Fresh Tomatoes. Watch Watch Subway tomorrow have a TV show based on that idea. Uh, We're kind of an underground network. We just wanted okay. to disassociate from Jared. Yeah. <laughs> we, so have we have a, this a lot comedy show. Michael Phelps driven <laughs> television. Uh, you know Michael Phelps, our only spokesman ever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but when Beasts of No Nation came out, it looked like they, that was pre, I would say, overwhelming amount. It was. That was like, oh, did you see the movie Netflix made? It was. It was. It was cool to. It was still cool to see them changing the industry. I. I yeah. think now yeah. I don't care what happens, <laughs> but at the time I was like, you got Idris, yeah. <laughs> you got, yeah. you got, you got a huge, a big budget movie. You're not releasing it in theaters. I was like, this is really changing because it the was game. like they had House of Cards, mm-hmm. and that was a television thing though. So that's that was just a very specific thing. And that looked like it was going to be the thing Netflix had made. Mm-hmm. But then this was, we're getting the, at that point, I mean, Idris was like the, as famous an actor as there, he still is. Mm-hmm. But everyone was like, is he going to be James Bond? Yeah. What is he working on? What is mm-hmm. every following very closely? And he's doing a movie that doesn't go to theaters. Yeah. I think it was in theaters for a limited release. Oh, for to get a Oscar bit. nomination. Yeah, or something but like that. It, but oh. it, I I think I looked at the numbers when I was like googling the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like I think it made like ninety thousand dollars or something like that. Jesus. In theaters. But it didn't matter because yeah. they it wasn't that wasn't the point. Um, yeah, you just have to they be got in theaters for some sort of run to get yeah. award nominations. Award yeah, nominations. it's like a. It, uh, a couple of days a in LA of and a couple past. of days in in New York, <laughs> and those are the only. That's it. Yeah. Truly, what a. What, yeah, what a relic of a relic rule. of the past. Yeah, people are really figuring out how to break the rules. But people are changing them. the rules. Kanye and with those seven track albums. Is that the minimum that, that you have to have to be nominated for awards? I love right. this. I love this. <laughs> I love this. What is the? And it's not like he's doing the least because he's making this album and producing like nothing. It's like, what's the minimum I got to put on here? Yeah, seven. Because then there was a big thing with Chance where yeah. he was trying to get nominated for awards because he was just releasing his album for free. They wouldn't let him do it. Yeah. But then he did it. Then yeah. he did it. He so changed the rules. Changed <laughs> and we just rules. talk about Chance the Rapper the rest mm-hmm. of the podcast. You guys like Christian uh, rap. <laughs> <laughs> but Beast of No Nation. I did, but I did never watch it. I don't know if any of us have seen I, it. I've never seen it. I forgot it existed until oh, good. this show. Perfect. Because yeah. Yeah. So, you're going to read how it happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so everyone's parts are, your, your parts are up in the top right corner. Sweet. And so we're going to go around and let everyone know who we are playing, just so you know. Is this the one with uh, the Ellis Colangene, right? No, this is not. That's Beasts of the Southern Wild. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's two movies? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. That one's about New Orleans or I something like that. I saw that like one. That. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I saw that one too, and all I remember was this about a little girl in New Orleans. Yeah, and her dad. I don't know. Their, their dad dies or something. I don't actually remember what happened. <laughs> that movie is not, in New Orleans. Yeah, it's based. It's like I think it's based on like the Wait, hurricane. You you know there's movies and stuff, right, Will? You're like, how did they made a movie in New he Orleans? He hates variety. He thinks there's one like, movie. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I thought movies were in L.A. How is there one in New Orleans? They made movies after Dude, Where's My Car? No way. How did they find? How did they get there? Okay, uh, so let's let everyone know who we are, and then we're going to be some no nation here. Sure, I'm doing stage directions. I'm going to be playing Avon. I'm going to be playing Stringer Bell. I <laughs> am going to be playing a toddler. <laughs> Sweet. Um, Beasts of No Nation and the Unrelenting Inescapable Misery of Africa, written by Sharla Larston. This movie that I've written is based on the trailers I've seen, some headlines I've read about how shitty it was to film the movie, and the general understanding that happiness and joy do not exist in Africa. <laughs> Exterior, the African jungle, day. This movie is set in the jungle because there are no cities or towns or anything in Africa. <laughs> the whole country is just a giant jungle and or shanty town. It's 400 degrees. Quick pops of random Africans looking miserable. African women randomly walking around topless so we can see their droopy African titties. <laughs> Please note, African women are not beautiful or desirable. Dead bodies litter the streets from two civil wars ago. Suddenly, one of those Jeeps that looks like a roided-out golf cart comes down a dirt road. Please note, <laughs> there is no infrastructure in Africa. Interior-exterior, roided-out golf court, <laughs> cart continuous. The roided-out golf court is carrying, cart is carrying Stringer Bell from the wire. <laughs> he looks unbelievably sexy. He wears tattered clothes and a tattered beret, signifying he's king of the jungle. Close on Stringer, eyes bloodshot, talking while a driver, Avon Barksdale, navigates the jungle. You are here because someone killed your father, your mother, your sister, your brother, your cousin, your uncle, your preacher, your baka. Reveal, he is talking to a bunch of toddlers. One of them yawns, sleepy. Now you will be a soldier. He puts a filthy, bloody knife in a toddler's hand. The toddler examines it in a toddler-like fashion. He licks it, immediately dies from AIDS. <laughs> you will kill. You will murder. You will be warriors. A toddler sneezes. It's play. There will be no playing. Your life as a baby is over. <laughs> Some toddlers start crying. Some are napping. Some wonder if life has any meaning apart from overwhelming, <laughs> incomprehensible misery. Exterior, toddler soldier camp, later. Stringer and Avon and the toddlers arrive at a baby soldier camp. Obstacle courses are set up for training. You will train hard. You will learn to fight. You will become killers. Montage of the toddlers doing the obstacle course while Stringer and Avon drill them. <clears throat> Push harder. <laughs> <laughs> You best not do an African accent. <laughs> we were all waiting. <laughs> you best not. <laughs> I thought I, I feel bad about mine. That I thought I was doing one. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I don't hear color. <laughs> <laughs> you will kill. <laughs> Interior camp house night. A big tent houses Stringer and Avon and the toddlers. They eat gruel and do cocaine. Interior camp house night. <laughs> Avon and Stringer back uh, lay back chatting while the ta toddlers sleep. Avon listens intently as tears well up in Stringer's eyes. 
I became a general when they killed my father. I do not know why they killed him. I do not care. Everything is about killing now. <laughs> there is no point to this killing or life. Nothing matters. Avon tears up. <laughs> An Oscar falls into Stringer's hands. He sets it aside next to his other Oscars. Exterior, hut in the middle of the jungle day. Stringer and Avon and the toddlers pull up to a hut in their big-ass golf cart. Stringer jumps out holding an AK-47. He's glistening because it's crazy hot out, and he's crazy hot, so all the hotness mixed together forms sweat (laughs) that drips off of him. He takes the two-year-old toddler out of the Jeep and walks him over to the hut. Inside this hut. Is the man that killed your father. <laughs> you must kill this man. The toddler points to the hut and responds in indecipherable baby talk. Father, now kill water with a bye-bye with a hat. <laughs> Stringer is frustrated that this actual baby doesn't have the intellectual maturity to understand <laughs> how shitty life is. Do you understand that this man killed your father? <laughs> I am your father now. You must do what I say. Stringer Bell gets down on one knee and helps the toddler grip the AK-47. Coward! Come out of your hole! It's quiet for a beat. Then a baby wardlord crawls out of the hut. <laughs> Fire! <laughs> Stringer and the toddler shoot ma- maniacally at the baby wardlord and his hut until there is nothing but a cloud of smoke and a dead baby warlord. Stringer glows with pride and lets out a deep belly laugh. <laughs> I love my baby army. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting me do this. Kyle. That was, this was great. so much fun. Thank you for doing it. I I have no idea what the plot of, of the movie is. <laughs> Neither do I. But I think you Neither definitely nailed uh, Oscar prestige Thank film you. set in Africa. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, exploit for awards. The movie. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all of the trailers are just you know someone kills Abraham Ada's dad or the little kid that plays yeah. the kid. His name is Abraham Ada, the little kid that plays a baby soldier. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just like, you must kill this man. He killed your father. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> we're killing fathers. Okay. It's funny. I have friends from Africa who have like uh, some happy times they talk about every now and then. Right. You well, never I, would know. That's one of the reasons <laughs> why would I didn't want to see this film because I'm like, I don't want to watch a movie about sh- how shitty. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. is there? Yeah. Could, could I ever see a movie about happy times in Africa? Never. Could we see a movie uh, where Africa has infrastructure and full families? Because <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm, I'm like, trying to like the most infrastructure I've seen in a movie that takes place in Africa is like District Nine, right? Yeah, which is a South sci-fi African. movie about yeah. crumbling infrastructure. Right. Or Black Panther, which is Black Panther, which is Black a fictional Panther place, was, <laughs> which is a fictional place, and it was the most awesome movie. Yeah. 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 I love yeah. that movie. That was great. <laughs> I want to see just like dumb happy bullshit about Africa. Like yeah. I, I don't want to see war and like a comedy would set, be nice. A comedy yeah. and set in Africa would be amazing. Yeah. Even like Black Panther was, we have to put on a facade of being not what we are because yeah. yeah. people won't believe that this is here. Right. Oh man, I really Let's love make that Black comedy. Panther so much. It's so good. Yeah, 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 it's so good. I was like, oh man, they're just they're kind of talking. They don't. They're not. Uh, bringing up horrible shit all the time. They're not. And I also I also loved the relationship between African Americans and Africans because yeah. you hardly ever see that. The differentiation between different kinds of black people in different yeah. cultures. And it's like, yeah, we're from the same place, but culturally we're extremely different. And I love the idea that there is resentment towards this wealthy 
advanced African nation for not helping to lift the black people that are literally trapped. I say it with uh, quotations, but it's actually true. <laughs> like yeah, trapped yeah. in America. I thought that movie was so needed, especially in this time um, when I personally have lost all hope <laughs> in like yeah. a democracy. And it's like it was just such a I was team Killmonger. movie. Oh, were you? Yeah, I'm all about Killmonger. Okay. I'm from okay. Chicago. Clearly, it's just I'm, not like Oakland. On, I'm not on board. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not on board. I, I think... was like, did Michael B. Jordan just learn his lines he did. when he did this movie? <laughs> Clearly. Well, I mean, he looked like... <laughs> he had to work out a couple times a day, I think. He went to, to have... Oakland once. He, was too... he had yeah. 400 abs. <laughs> he was abs. really busy. Yeah, he did. Uh, I loved it. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't Team Killmarger because that's not what the script asked me to do. I know, <laughs> it asked I know. me to be on uh, Lupita Nyong'o's side because I'm a girl and I saw a beautiful black woman. And the part where Danae Guerrera takes off her wig, I was like, yes! <laughs> no, was this great. is the blackest episode Kyle's ever had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. just listening. It is interesting. <laughs> yeah. That was, I love that part. I love the Warriors more than I love, or like, uh, the Warriors of Wakanda? The, yeah. The women who really ran the country? Yes, yes. That, that was great. Yes. And, but I like Killmonger's ideas. I'm like, he's right, man. He, that's the thing. He wasn't wrong. Yeah. And it was one of the things I, I thought, because I uh, don't watch a lot of superhero movies, but when I do, like when I've seen movies like Spider-Man or whatever, I'm always disappointed in the plot because I don't care about it. <laughs> yeah. um, my favorite superhero movies of the few that I've seen are Thor and this one. Um, yeah. And it's because the actual movie was fun to watch. Do you watch. know which Thor? The first one. Oh, really? I hear <laughs> Natalie Ragnarok. Portman. The newest Thor was like really, really good. Yeah, that's oh, yeah? Fun. I want to see it. I haven't seen Ragnarok, it. Ragnarok. Because I, I think never it would, see it. Yeah, yeah. I always Because what I thought about Black Panther was it was the first, one of the few superhero movies where you pay attention to the villain. Where it's not just, yeah. I got to blow up the world because. Right. Or yeah. I, it, it was like, it's a very well thought right. out. And there's it, a lot of depth to why he behaves. He's not. Evil. A lot of the supervillains in superhero movies seem to be like, I'm the villain. Right. But, and the thing is, I, I felt that the resentment that Killmonger had wasn't pulled out of thin air. No. It was, yeah. it was very relatable and realistic to the actual plot and something that I would feel. You know, yeah. I was just like, oh, I can relate to Killmonger and I understand where he's coming from. If this was reality, if this, yeah. if there was a great African nation and they totally did ignore us and didn't help us, but claim that we're connected and they are literally are connected because of the connection that Killmonger has to Wakanda. Mm-hmm. I thought it was an excellent movie. I loved yeah. it so much. Yeah. My takeaway from that movie was a charismatic outsider influenced a very complicated election process. Yes. <laughs> that is true. I've never yes. seen that in real life. An American at that. Yes. <laughs> uh, that'll never come up. Not yeah. never happen. Yeah. We're fine. No. Don't worry about it. That's what I'm, I like. We were talking about like rewatching The Office to feel okay. I started yeah. rewatching Parks and Rec just because uh-huh. I got tired of The Office. Yeah. And the whole, whatever season 2012 is, I think season four, the whole plot is Leslie's trying to become a city council mm-hmm. person, but she's losing the election to Paul Rudd, who just plays a rich kid who wants the job mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. whatever he wants mm-hmm. and they're just like the Hulk every complaint everyone has with Leslie is that she's been in politics too long and she knows the system too well and I'm like and this is in 2012 and they're like this mm-hmm. is a weird far-fetched thing that'll never play out in the <laughs> I, future I yeah. mean the thing is I was just watching The Simpsons last night an episode I don't remember what the name of the episode is but um, 
what's his name? The guy with the big red hair that's Bart's Side nemesis. Sideshow Bob. Side Side Show Bob, Bob gets yeah. out of jail because like the Republican Party wants to use him as a pawn to like r- run an election yeah. or become the new mayor of Springfield. And he wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Even though he's an ex-con and everybody knows that. Uh, and they have this, um, oh my God, what is this? What's Rush Limbaugh character that they like make fun of or whatever. That's uh, part, part of what's driving um, this election. But it's like, how long ago was that? Right. And then the I, I, I love a nice far-fetched plot where people just <laughs> yeah. vote for someone for arbitrary reasons that are against their own interests. Yeah. How but, many writers saw this shit coming years ago? <laughs> yeah, I mean, The Simpsons, of course, is way ahead of its time. Always. But a lot of the writers from The Simpsons were on Parks and Rec, or at yeah. least some of them, because Greg Daniels was Scully, on there. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't I don't know if uh, Norm Hiscock was, but Norm Hiscock is, uh, he's like a... He's a he's an old time yeah, yeah, awesome yeah. writer from those great shows. I think he was shows. on The Simpsons. I don't know if he was on The Simpsons. He was definitely on King of the Hill. Okay. He was I on he King of the Hill. he wrote on I SNL. Too. Yeah, but like all of our favorite um, cartoons, like they had these they had these great political they had these great well, comments so a long wasn't, time ago. I know like one of Wyatt Snacks' first jobs was yeah, yeah, King of the Hill for years for years and years. Yeah, what an incredible and then once you know that you're like. Oh yeah, the voices align completely. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He, these are the people in his act. Yep. Yeah. But they just, just live through here, right? Yeah. It's, it's so. It, which that's King of the Hill is probably my favorite. If we're going to any cartoons, one of, one of my favorites. It's, it's so hard to find on the internet. Uh, it is. It's, it's on really YouTube, annoying. I think. Right. King think of the Hill. On Why YouTube. is it on Hulu? I, it's not on Hulu. Why it's not, not on anything. Or Netflix it used to be on Netflix, something. and they lost whatever that was. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah. So who knows? You know, or it's alternative measures. You what? could steal it. I don't know. You probably steal it. What's alternative? Internet. Just like download it, torrent it or whatever. Oh, okay. Cool. I don't want to say to do that. Oh, I, alternative. I see what you mean. I thought, oh, I, thought I, thought that, I thought that was a website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's alternative measures? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or there's, or there's uh, alt-left ways <laughs> to, to watch King of the Hill. I thought it was uh, some other animated show that was ahead of its time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see alternative measures? Holy shit. It's the precursor to Big Mouth. Yeah, okay. If you guys want to check out alternative measures. It comes on before Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, yeah. I just saw something the guy who made Fairly Odd Parents, which was so funny. It's a great uh-huh. show. He's making show. his own television network. We're talking about a lot no of content shit. being out there. He yeah. left Nickelodeon and left Fairly Odd Parents. And he's like, here's my next project, a TV network. And then I read that. I'm like, please uh, but don't. There's no in between here. <laughs> yeah. It's going from making like a cartoon that people kind of like to. Yeah. A whole television yeah. network, but maybe, maybe. He'd succeed. I don't know yeah. anything. Maybe about jump anything. on like a YouTube channel. Yeah, test the waters first. Right. You know, right. 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 Maybe a, right. a second show. Right. But I don't wow. know. I don't right. know anything. Once again, I would love a job working for that television network. Same. I'd I love to work I too would love a job. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be great. Your voice was great there, Will. I think you you nailed uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Blood Diamond's voice during <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. the script. I'm, Absolutely. I'm Where is the diamond? That's actually Jamin Hansu. You did do an excellent job. I, uh, it's well. the trailer. I watched and the trailer. I, and I noticed my mistake at the end when I wrote out far, father. <laughs> I, just, I, was, I figured he, he fell back into his hey, fake uh, American uh, accent. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, that's Stringer the explanation. Bell. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying that's to appeal. Because he, he had appealed to a wide scope of people to you win do. an Oscar. You yeah. Do. So every once in a while he has to, you know, like drink a Bud Light <laughs> or something like that. To... I don't even actually know if Idris Elba has won an Oscar. I don't know. I don't think so. If only there was like a way to look up information. Nah, never. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just wonder we'll forever. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's weird is how he's <laughs> never really done anything in his actual accent. Right? Yeah. It's, I don't. You Luther. don't. Luther. Yeah. That's, that's the only thing yeah. I could think of. Yeah. 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 
And I thought he was putting on an accent because I only knew him as Stringer Bell. Of so course. I was like, oh, cool. He does a British accent, too. I was like, this guy <laughs> is talented. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, he's Brits. He's I Brits. Re- I rewatched The Wire after knowing he's a Brit. Yeah. And it's a he's doing a terrible Baltimore He's doing accent. a really bad one. <laughs> yeah. he's doing a, and the thing is, when you first watch it and you don't yeah. know, you think something's off, but yeah. you don't know. He's <laughs> like, that's a, I've never seen The Wire. But yeah. also, most oh, really? of the people it's on still, The Wire, yeah, yeah, most of the people on The Wire are British. Yeah, I know. McNulty is no British. Yeah. 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 Oh, is he? I thought I he was so. British. The acting in that show is so excellent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Except the accents? Uh, except for Stringer Bell's accent, okay. everybody else is. McNulty's you can't really is tell. really good. It's really I know. Good. I like when he has to pretend to have a fake British yeah, accent when yeah, he's yeah. doing like the 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 hooker sting or whatever it is. Yeah, he's, that's fun. I had like prepped to dive in and watch the entire show, and then some. I told someone like, I think I'm going to watch The Wire. It's like my because it's yeah. hard for me to watch a new thing. Right. It's hard for me to commit to it. And that's like a vast emotional long. And then someone goes, oh, you're going to love how the theme music is different every scene, really? And I'm just like, yeah. well, now I'm not even going to watch the show. Right. I don't know why yeah. that's what you, you told me about the show. You, you should never I feel like you need that. support to watch it. Yeah. I watched it with my husband. And like it really you need someone helped. to watch you, it you with? You need someone to like, let's go watch The Wire. Yeah, I okay. think so. Because like that keeps me, especially because the first, the first season... It's an it's an hour long drama, and yeah. I'm not used to watching hour long dramas. Yeah. It is an yeah. a, it's a, yeah. it's HBO, so there are yeah. no commercials. It is a full hour, yeah. and my yeah. attention span is just not used to that. I'm used yeah. to watching comedies. I'm used to watching short stuff. Um, and it's a slow paced. It's hour. a slow pace, and it's sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like real. And then the second season isn't as it's a totally it's totally different characters and it's in a totally different location. So still good. Oh, I love this. Underrated only because of when it came out. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. The second season is excellent and just as good. Just as good as any other season. I think the whole project is amazing and excellent. But it 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 takes a commitment, which is why I think having support. See, this is why when no one watches anything anymore. I know. Yeah. Too much. It meant if if fifty thousand shows hadn't come out since then, people just be like, watch the wire. Right. The thing you it's haven't good. seen. It's great. I uh, love that but, show so much. I flew to New York to meet uh, Omar. Get out of here! Yeah, because it, it was like oh, during the last wow. season, and I brought a box of uh, Honey Nut Cheerios to Get have him sign. Here. That's amazing. <laughs> and he signed uh, it. The and reference all four of us. Yeah, did. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I met Marlo at a party. Cool. And I, I met him. I met him once too, and I was too like, excited. I hate you, but oh, you yeah. seem awesome. But yeah. I hate you. Yes. I was. I was happy. He Is he was, a bad guy? Yeah. He's a bad <laughs> the guy. Worst. But, yeah. What? You're like, I no, he, he's though. actually the guy who saves everyone. I yeah. just hated him a lot. That's funny to see how people react around uh, actors who portray like horrible people. Mm-hmm. I know the actor who played like Joffrey in Game of Thrones, who's like oh. the villain of all villains. Oh, but he's yeah. like a really he's nice like dude, right? He's like the nicest guy, but he such a distinct be. face. Yeah. And so he would always tell stories. He's like, I'll walk around and people will walk up to me and scream, I hate you at me. And I'll just be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're not going to argue with these people. It means and he's a good actor. That means he did yeah. a good job. Right, right, right. But he was he very it. hateable. He was. What a good guy! I've and then never they got seen a, Game of Thrones. It's it's pretty good. Okay, it's is as daunting as it feels for you to jump in. That's about how I feel about watching The Wire. Oh, so you'll Where's never like, watch The Wire? I'll never ever. <laughs> it, I probably it's it, what so I'm two hundred hours of television. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's not two, but it's like that's days and days and days. It is. And I know. I don't have and that now, time. My husband wants it's to all watch. in the game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no. they, they say that every episode at some point, actually. That's the thing about Game of Thrones yeah. is they say it's all about the Game of Thrones. Same in the Wire. Episode. They yeah. say, boy, is that the wire? Yeah. Like, <laughs> one guy trips another guy as a yeah. gag, and he's like, was that a wire? <laughs> it was the wire. <laughs> what are you wearing? Uh, 
Wire. The Wire? <laughs> Are you wearing a The Wire? <laughs> the, the other thing is, as soon as you finish watching it, they're going to say, oh, you like that show? Watch another show. There's just yeah. more shows to yeah. watch. It never ends. So there's, just don't yeah. watch anything. And they all can't be as good as The Wire. They can't. They're but but some... apparently Sopranos is as good, if not better. It's, it's and I'm pretty like, great. Sopranos doesn't have rewatch. It's really yeah. long. It's super long. Uh, Only watch for Jeffrey Joseph cameos. But yeah, it is that, also funny. Big shout out to Jeffrey Joseph, Joseph who shows up and arrests a bunch of mobsters. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I re- yeah, I remember watching. I'm like, is that Jeffrey Joseph? <laughs> I'm going to watch the credits before I ask him. If you're, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not an insane New York City comedy nerd, yeah. Jeffrey Joseph is a comic in New York yeah. who's brilliant and yeah. hilarious. And, he's great. And was just such a, a working actor for so long yeah. that just pops up in you rewatching things yeah. from like 1995 to now. <laughs> he's like, got oh, good Jeffrey. skin. I can't tell how old he is. He yeah. won't tell either. He I won't... don't think. I, I don't ask him because I'm like, I just want to believe you're If he told ageless. me he was 35, I'd be like, all right. Yep. Every once in a while he wears the type of beanie no one wears anymore. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, okay, 45. He <laughs> but he's the best. Jeffrey's the best. And yeah, when he popped he's up the in The Sopranos, I was like, all right, here we go. And yeah. then he's just a cop who arrests a bunch of mobsters. Does he talk? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, he's like, he has, I think he's in the opening credits of the episode. Yeah. Like, I think it's like special guest or featuring Jeffrey Get Joseph. Yeah. Because he was also on Dream On. He was one of the stars of Dream On. I don't I know if you remember that comedy. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. I it was the, one of the it. first HBO yeah. shows. Yeah. First no it was way. the guy who would later be on the Parkers, and then it was Jeffrey Joseph. Wow. <laughs> How old is he? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I was rewatching I Love Lucy, and Jeffrey was in a couple of episodes <laughs> of I Love Lucy. The uh, one in the chocolate factory. Yeah. He's just there. He, he's the one who <laughs> pushes the strawberries on the belt or the cherries on the belt. Jeffrey Joseph he is played 1,000 years old. <laughs> right. He was driving that train that came at the screen in that yeah. first movie. <laughs> he looked great, though. He looked, let's, make sure, let's make sure he never hears this episode. I know. For the record, we all obviously love him. Yeah, he's the best. Yeah, and it, it didn't he's great. so happy to see him pop up. But it's getting... We're talking about, like... I think maybe like this, like Beast and Donation suffered from Netflix's overwhelming amount of content that came out of nowhere because it gets buried amongst in this whole section of I'm not even going to look at this. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. I don't. But I also don't know anyone who's seen it. Right. I don't. I don't know. I don't really know anyone who watches a lot of that. Just like the yeah. Netflix has completely created this thing. Like the superhero ones, people sometimes watch or whatever. But like, it seems like people watch House of Cards. And glow, really? Yeah. yeah, glow is big. Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. good. It's huge. I watched Wild Wild Country. Oh, and documentaries. Uh, documentaries. Yeah, yeah. everyone just that. moved into doc- everyone. Did you see the new documentary about disenfranchised weirdos? Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. yeah. Did you see those poor people get exploited on yep. Netflix? The Staircase. That. Have you seen that? By the way, no, no. no. Explain that. Though. Yeah, no, I can't. I only want watch episode one. It's oh, about this guy. He's the, like the best staircase builder. Yeah, <laughs> it's about murder. Though, it is right? about murder. I think All it's about murder. murder. Everything's yeah. about murder now. Everything's about murder. People Everything. are really into murder. Yeah. What's the one with the? Uh, Evil genius. That I like, one's, yeah, oh, that one's crazy. Like What's that yeah. about? Murder? It's about a murder. But <laughs> <she's> <laughs> a woman. All right. At least all of them are like women murderers right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's it. I'm like, that's good. That's I think cool. the staircase yeah. is about a guy whose wife died and he said she. he just found her at the bottom right. of the stairs. And she was attacked. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, exactly and, what it's about. And yeah. he's just like, and now, uh, I don't know how I, she got down right. there. Yeah. And, and, the, like, <laughs> and the crazy fan theory is she was attacked by an owl. Really? An owl? Yeah, yeah, an owl. What? An owl attacked her, and then she was like, "Ah, an owl!" And then fell down a staircase. That sounds like someone wrote that show for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then the owl from Zelda flies in. I love the criminal. It's the worst way to find out you got into Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah. 
Criminal justice system in America is awesome. So, <laughs> yeah. so good the, way they, the way they need nerds on Netflix to right. solve cases. Yeah. It's twenty years every time another season of another. But like I've described, like I'm from Missouri, and I've described to people where I'm from as like it's going to be a season of serial, probably. Like that's the best way to describe <laughs> yeah. it. It's like someone's probably going to get wrongfully exonerated because oh, of podcast research or oh, something like that. It's just like that. But people that is they're obsessed with it now. Maybe, it's Wait, funny did people, that guy get exonerated? Who? The guy from Serial. Adnan? Yeah. He's I think he got like it, a retrial or yeah, something. Oh, okay, cool. I listened to the first few episodes and then I was like, I'm getting way too into this really sad story. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't want to, I didn't feel good to yeah, I get can, entertained by it. I got a it. hard time getting into the true crime. I don't know yeah. why people, it's so bizarre that that's what people escape to now. I know. Right. They're like, I can't, the news is so sad. I got to watch uh, Mindhunter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where this man describes wearing but, someone. But it makes me not judge as hard because I used to get a glass of wine and watch Intervention. Oh, and just that was like so good. Really, yeah. It was so good. And I, I used was to get like, high is as it fucking wrong that I'm like entertained by these people's terrible Wait, stories? You were drinking while watching people's I, interventions? Like, yeah. like, I, yeah. like I watch Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. Just, oh. just as much yeah. entertainment yeah. from which You're like, I don't, I don't need an intervention do. yep. while I schedule my <laughs> drinking. <laughs> it's good, though. It was good. It, it still was comes good. on good Priceline. Show. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, that's fine. I used to smoke weed and watch it. And then you, that's when things pop out. Like, those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're like, you're, like, so high. You're like, don't go in there, dude. There's going to be an intervention. Just walk away. Just walk away. I don't need to see your daughter. Come on. Get I started there. taking yeah. bets on, like, what would the the sad story be behind what their addiction, how their addiction started. Because yeah. it's always, like, molestation. Or, like, usually it's molestation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Generally yeah. molestation. Yeah. Oh, man. General, it's really really sad. I yeah. hope someone's like, reality TV, I just yeah. like to watch it and drink. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I would always, we would like get high in college and watch uh, uh, To Catch a Predator. Oh, oh yeah, we would watch that, that too. And then all of a sudden they were like, you know, no one in there ever gets in trouble because this is borderline illegal. And I was like, ah, shit. Wait, really? <laughs> is that true? I know. Yes. Like, none of the, almost really? everyone gets off because they're like, it's entrapment. So but their life like gets ruined. Yeah, so at least yeah. That they lose happens. their jobs. Yeah. At least that so Chris Hansen's just helping pedophiles, basically TVs. for entertainment value. Well, I, mean, I don't think he's helping. Him. I don't think he lets them stay in contact with those child <laughs> actors. Those might be fake phone numbers. <laughs> they're like forty-two. So you're saying I can't take these mics hard back with me? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I would watch all the time, and then it would all be, be about like, oh, now he's here. He's when he's going to come out. Oh, here yeah. comes. I bet this guy's also a pedophile. Yeah, and then you cheers. <laughs> right. <laughs> they got him. All right. They tackled him down. Now they're letting him go. Weird. Oh uh, yeah. Well, they didn't file any paperwork. Yeah. Oh boy. No, the only paperwork they filed is they taft Hartley them to make him give him a sad yeah. card so they yeah. could uh, sad keep, card. <laughs> keep working. We only have to pay two hundred for this. We're, we're giving you sag new media What's rates. Day rate for this. <laughs> <laughs> What's the day rate for? <laughs> <laughs> For second, yeah, we're all gonna too. get jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. There it is right there. But I guess that is all the precursor to now, which like fictional, based on real true crime stuff or everything yeah. like that. Documentaries dominate everything. I don't know. I think if criminal justice was left only up to computers, that would probably be better, right? It is. I mean, yeah, it's all based. That's Minority Report. I love Minority Report for one. <laughs> Never seen it. Pre-crime? Oh, it's where they can tell you're about to kill somebody and they get you right Yeah, they, they take- And then the guy they- <laughs> who's in charge of it gets arrested for a being future murderer. Yeah. Ooh, it's good. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty good. They good. arrest you for crimes that you, you think of but yeah. never do. That you're good at. But they can tell you're going to do it. They can tell you. They can like see an hour into the future or something. Oh, I see. They've taken three precog people with ESP and they like keep them in a tank and make them download their brains. Very specific. Would have been a really good name for any documentary about the crime, the justice system in the United States. Could have just been called Minority Report. Damn. Boom. But Tom Cruise, once again, Tom Cruise, uh, just so you guys know, Travis didn't clap for that. Uh, uh, the black people, the black people clapped. Oh, no. We clapped uh, very loud and Travis proud. cut uh, his yeah. hands off. Uh, yeah. I don't know how he cut the second yeah. one off. I took a knee for a weird reason. It made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh man! But maybe that is like pe- the 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 justice system in the United States is so messed up that people will just live in the fictional justice system yeah. world on yeah. Netflix. There's too many hunches in the justice. Like it's all like everybody's like hunches mm, he is did a it. funny word. Yeah, hunches is a great word. You know, I like, am Judge Hunches. Presiding <laughs> 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 on the hunches back in Notre Dame. They all went to Notre Dame. They got the hunches yeah. just crime system there. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> but they yeah I mean because that's all it is. It's like nah I think he did it. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like yeah, we've go, arrested right, another what? minority for weed yeah. possession. Ring the bell, yeah. hunches. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, but it, a lot of it is based on like some prosecuting attorney just going, "Come on, like <laughs> just be like like, like all, the Brock I mean, Turner thing is total." If that was left yeah. up com- to computers, he'd be in jail for a long time. Yeah. But that judge I mean, was like, "Ah, he's a young kid." It's like, yeah, yeah look at him. He's, he's, he's white. Got a good. He's got a headshot. <laughs> yeah. He's white. We trust him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's headshot. like it's literally. Uh, I mean, if we really want to get into it, yeah. <laughs> it's literally it. based on white supremacy. It's I mean, literally it is, yeah. based on the way that this country is built, which gives preference and yeah. you know freedom to certain people and not to others but just countless so examples of yeah. same crime different race right. non-stop non-stop yeah. I, it's embarrassing yeah. at this point how much evidence we have <laughs> and how everybody just knows it's going on and everybody tries to act like that's not the case or the justice system tries yeah. to act like that's not the case like, like no guys, no no nah, rewatch oh, the office oh, oh, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Michael Scott's crazy Meek, Meek Mill is somehow worse than Brock Turner just right. Yeah, yeah, right. we know. Yeah. Oh, uh, look at all the people in jail for weed. Places weed's legal. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Shouldn't that you gotta imagine it, being in jail for that? Yeah. And you're like, you can just buy it now. Yeah. All, all the internet has yeah. done is teach me how powerless we really are. Yep. <laughs> like we can be know very clearly that all these things are happening and have confirmation, and nothing changes. It's really fucked up. And mm-hmm. people like, will still content. deny it. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. Is like people believe whatever they want, but now they have like backups to the bullshit they believe oh, the yeah. president yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, all the president of where the yeah. United States <laughs> <laughs> I just saw this shit about the kids one of the there was like a uh, one of them who was like uh, that's what I call them now one of them one of, one of them, them. Yeah. One I of like them. to I usually lump groups together too yeah <laughs> it's the way it's where they do I'm doing it too <laughs> one of them was like well you uh, really gotta think outside the cage yeah. <laughs> think outside the cage Sorry, the, co- the connected roofed fences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the instruments make another appearance. You mean summer camp? That is, I don't know. We're, if, just, we're just burning. We've got, yeah. like, we got a bunch of dumb pun-based right games now. on this show all the time. Yeah. One of the new games is going to be 
tr- y'all got to describe a cage without saying cage. <laughs> yeah. Because that it was incredible. That was great. All right. Like, it's, no, a ha- we just... it's a happy box where children, yeah. for yeah. some reason, are crying. Can they see through the they box? They called it oh, they summer can, camp. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, mm. happy yeah. <laughs> gated a summer camp. Children's <laughs> zoo. No, yeah. Kids love it. They yeah. can take yeah. their cup and bang it down the rails <laughs> and bang it back and play the one harmonica they Come all on, share. They love yelling Attica. They're trading candy cigarettes all the time. It's so adorable. So much fun. Yeah, I saw one of one of them being like, uh, "Stop making me feel bad for the kids. It's the parents. It's like, what are you talking? What? You should still feel bad for the kids, no matter what happens. Like, I don't care what your belief is. Yeah, kids should make you feel bad. Yeah, I also I've been very entertained by how tone deaf the administration continues yeah. to be they're like well they're not talking it's happy refugee day or something like that oh today is, today <laughs> yeah. is world, world refugee day right yeah but not, not to spoil for when we recorded this <laughs> when it inevitably never comes out for these political takes yeah <laughs> they have no interest in having a conversation with people like us yeah. they're no. only talking to that yeah. militarized yeah. neo-nazi base yeah this is how these things um i went to I went to the Holocaust Museum in London a few months ago and there's like a timeline on the wall of like how the Holocaust <laughs> happened mm-hmm. and like I just looked at Kyle's face yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like nope we're talking about the Holocaust <laughs> and uh, yeah <laughs> And uh, everything happens so fast, like within like three to five years. Like, and it, it started like with um, suppression of the press, and then like Jewish doctors couldn't practice, Jewish, Jewish lawyers couldn't practice, blah blah blah. And and I'm so dumb. I didn't know that there were like millions of years of anti-Semitism. Like, I didn't know that like people oh, hated Jews either. forever. Like, yeah. I I'd question millions <laughs> since Jesus. Sorry, yeah. I don't know time how time works. Thousands yeah, of years. You, there yeah, are thousands of years. Thanks for mansplaining time oh, you fucking asshole shit <laughs> damn no Thanks i love i love twitter so time. much it's giving me so much power uh, <laughs> like, uh real neil no, degrasse whole tyson <laughs> thank you thousands of years people have hated yes. jews they thought that they used to like eat babies or like drink baby blood I have no idea what, yeah. what people decided to hate Jews for but like all the Holocaust was what they used that <laughs> thousands of years of hatred to justify and get people on board with doing this Damn. so even people that weren't totally on board with how extreme it was were still quiet because at the, by then they had already consented to it with their uh. previous hatred you know so it's like all these things that are happening are based on America's inability to deal with white supremacy and, and change, change. <laughs> and yeah. acknowledging the past wrongs like if it's like exact it's the same reason why if you won't put down confederate flags you know if you wouldn't do it 100 years ago yeah. you can't you can't face the reality of race today or immigration or whatever we're talking about trans or whatever we're talking yeah. about that America cannot deal with there there's just this old um, there's just this old group of people that like still have a lot of power, and they ha- and not even old. There's young people that yeah, are a part of this. Yeah, you keep thinking too. it's all of the old people. You're, like, and they and you're totally yeah. right. And then Stephen Miller's it's thirty. Total- yeah. You're or totally right. You're totally right. These things just because his hairline looks like that. He's, he's still yeah. very young. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like thirty. He's the ugliest man in the world. He no truly to looks him like being he, ugly, a Lego so character hairline. 
Like his hairline is Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. Like, Stephen Miller is not coming up in my head. I picture, think I know who you're talking he about. Lo- picture picture if, being molded into a human. <laughs> yeah. Picture ugly or slender man. I yeah. think I know who you're talking about. He's like he a looks like, one of the he, looks like he looks like a Benjamin Button, like, in reverse or something. Like, he looks very old. He looks young. like he put a glory hole in the women's room. Okay. Like, he looks like that guy. Yeah, yeah. Does he look old and young at the same time? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I know who you're talking yeah. about. He, also, flags. Overrated. We have the internet now. Who needs a fucking flag anymore? I mean, maybe that's my own take. I don't know. <laughs> These takes do not reflect the policies of... <laughs> no, they do. Uh, anything it. that's ever said on this podcast is endorsed 100% by the podcast. Oh, nice. sweet. Well, uh, then, I mean, like... Don't, when, don't use that. We'll just start making stuff up. All right, up. great. Now, like, actually, some of that Jewish stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, flags were like... They didn't have anything else going on, so they would, like, look at a flag for a while and be like, that's cool. This is cool. We live in America. We got this flag. Now we got, like... Other proof that we live in America. So yeah. I feel like we don't need to really worship a flag anymore. Yeah. yeah we, got, mean, we got net, nationalism we got TV. is Netflix. another way yeah. to Why'd you point at me when you said nationalism? <laughs> white man, sir. <laughs> I just pointed at a white man and was like, nationalism, oh, sir. Now Travis started clapping finally. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! The Jewish stuff, though, didn't they hate? They hated Jewish people in, in the Bible. If yeah, I they did. Correctly. Yeah, um, yeah. They wrote a book about killing one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. An entire that we all and he are supposed to died follow. for other people yeah. <laughs> that hated him. It was really dumb. What do you mean they Jesus hated Jewish a... people in the Bible? Well, they hated Jewish people pre-Jesus in the Bible, and well, then the, because the he old... was Jewish, they were like, "We knew it. We fucking hate that guy too." That's all the Bible is, basically. We're talking about Jesus Christ? Yeah, Jesus Christ. clarify for those listening to me. Jesus Christ was hated in the Bible for a bit. <laughs> that was literally the less you know. <laughs> <laughs> then they got him, and then he came back, and they were like, well, maybe we'll listen to this guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Bible. <laughs> That's the sound you wow. hear when you're listening to turn the page of your like visual your cartoon Bible. Oh god. You mean the Bible? Oh man. It's the one I got. I know it's like not even trying to like bring it back to just like specifically talking about Please. movies or something like that, but cuz kind of what prompted all of this is you you took a movie and it's like depiction of Africa and the yeah. relation of that to to where the movies are made, which is not Africa and right. who's making money off the movies, which yeah. is also not that. And it seems like there's like a every, almost every movie that takes place in Africa is a similar story, at totally. least and and so many of them. Like I, th- the first one I always think of is like Blood Diamond because that's the one that was winning Oscars. Mm-hmm. And I love Blood Diamond. You like Blood Diamond? It was I did. a good movie. And yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and but then there's something too. It's all Americans or all these other yeah. people portraying these people somewhere else. And you're right. There's no aside from Black Panther, and it clearly shows a whole for wanting a positive portrayal, even like an accurate for I'm yeah. not saying it, nothing is real about yeah. Black Panther, but like showing actually, what do you mean? In general, I don't want to see any more sad black movies. Me like, either. I understand the need for slavery movies. For, I don't. I really don't. I mean, I understand, that, but like the last slavery movie I saw was uh, Quentin Tarantino's uh, Django. Django. Yeah, yeah me and, too. Um, because I had seen 12 Years a Slave before that. And, and so I you want like, to watch the sequel? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was like, it's so sad. Like, that movie was so sad, but I'm a, I'm a big Quentin Tarantino fan, even though he's problematic, whatever. <laughs> but I love problematic people. I love problematic people. They make good shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm Tell a huge fan. Tell me Kanye's bad at music, and then I'll like, <laughs> right. fuck Kanye. I'm but a, like, I'm going to listen to all his music again I'm just to see. I'm a huge yeah. fan of Quentin Tarantino. And yeah. I, Django was amazing, and it was like a retribution movie like he's known for making, yep. and I fucking loved it. Yep. And I was like, I just don't want to see, I don't need to see any more black sadness for God's sakes. <laughs> like, do black people have fun? Can black people, <laughs> can black people have like a life that isn't like in the depths of sadness and misery? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I would love to see a, a rom-com with just black people and not oh, having to talk it. about, same. I'm, I'm also right. Oh, nice. Yeah. We need right. to talk uh, after this. First, yeah. one, yeah. first one who's done gets to make it. <laughs> all right. All right. First one done gets to make and it. And that's the only one that's ever going to be made. Two. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> we'll have a real Armageddon deep impact situation yeah. here but with black rom-coms right <laughs> I'm, d- I'm no, so no but there are none there's there are none, none. They, I mean there's two I mean, who play that game there's like more chestnut movies yeah yeah but I there's, just oh, there's a, so few you can name com- them you can name all, all yeah, of them exactly. you can name like, all of them yeah. right and I want to see like just a black comedy with yeah. just black people and it doesn't we don't have to call out that they're black <laughs> yeah it would be great so. I have not seen 12 Years a Slave yet because don't watch it it's I went to school and I got like I don't obviously get what happened because I didn't yeah. live during that time, but I, I went to an all black college. They told me a lot about slavery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I'd gone to an all black college. <laughs> I love how we've isolated the white people in the room. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like, this is just me and Charlotte talking right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, I, sorry, I'm gonna go. Uh, um, actually, they weren't race. all black. If I'm, uh, <laughs> there actually were two white dudes. Yeah, I actually and pulled, they up, were on the I pulled up your team. school oh, roster. Nice. Right Wait, really? Yeah. That's so funny. Nice. Oh, that's so funny. Well, it's like the, I mean, it's like that Roy Wood has that bit about the uh, African American History Museum opening and mm-hmm. how he had a, a black tour guide. And he's like, I had a he's like, I go, I have a black tour guide at the African American History Museum. And he goes, That's the most tired person. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, That person's walking around like, That's me in the photos. Yeah. And they're just like upset all yeah. day, every yeah. single day. And he's like, I don't know how, he's like, I can't go back because it's just, yeah. They're just there, sad and tired every day. Oh. Of course. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We, like man, black people lead really fun lives. <laughs> really fun Hollywood. Lives. I wish you guys would tell it more. <laughs> yeah, we All have right. fun a lot of times. Yeah, it is something where every I don't know how many. It's because I grew up in the Midwest, mm-hmm. and so we weren't getting. No, no one's going out really and seeing like the black comedies that come out yeah. or anything. They the just, Johnson family vacation, and yeah, you're not like, meant to because they're not marketed to you. Right? Yeah. They're, no, not, they're never marketed as this is a funny it's movie. It's one of the things yeah. that like that is like at the you know at the heart of American racism is the inability to talk about black people without talking about race. Yep. <laughs> like yep. you have to other them all the time, and you you can't talk about black Americans. Un- like we never call black Americans Americans. Yeah. We never just call them Americans. We never call black movies movies. And it's like, it's a movie. Yeah. I watch foreign movies all the time. <laughs> like, and I don't think about I don't think about race necessarily when I'm watching it. And I watch white movies all the time. I never think about, oh, this is a white movie. I'm like, if we talked about other people or people of different races as if they were just if we normalize yeah. blackness and like that's what I would actually really love to see a normalization of blackness that it's not this crazy different movie yeah. that I mean, only black people a, can see a large percentage of people who associate everything other than what they are with like the id the other like, yeah this, this yeah. isn't if this isn't me, this isn't America type yeah. of thing, even though they're not what America is or was right. I've seen some British comedies where they really don't. They don't bring it up, and it doesn't feel weird. Yeah. Like, the movie set it up on Netflix. I just watched it. It's a rom-com. 
they try to describe Tay Diggs without saying that he's black in one scene. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this is obvious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, this is so obvious. You could just say he's the black guy over yeah. there. Yeah. But you go through all these different routes, like, oh, he's the handsome, sexy. It's like, okay, yeah. true, but also he's just the black guy, Tay Diggs over there. Right. Yeah. Just say black. Yeah. <laughs> but in, not in, a slur. In the British comedies, they don't even, it's not weird. It's like, it's, yeah. they literally just don't see color, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what it's like over there. But I just watched Chewing Gum. Have you seen that? Yeah, mm-hmm. Chewing Gum's great. That's not, to me, anything about race. It's, it's about awesome yeah. 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 in that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. In that way specifically. But then what are you telling me that all races are equal? <laughs> <laughs> not here. <laughs> you, not, you don't mean this no, no, studio. In, 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 Britain, our, Britain. in Great Britain. Okay. No, okay. in our imagination. Yeah. Not, you, <laughs> not even like in Great Britain. eight hours in the future. Yeah. <laughs> We're living in the past, man. Yeah, we are. We're living in the past. Hawaii's even more behind than us. Oh, don't uh, get me started. <laughs> I got some pamphlets you guys should read if you look under your chairs. <laughs> Uh, we really fucked over Hawaii, by the way. Anyway, uh, as Americans. I don't know shit about Hawaii. Uh, Americans took the land from natives and then built upon it. That's and, crazy because okay. you don't have a history of doing anything like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> America as a country has tended to be very tolerant of other people. and They're and, not into murdering and raping. Right? Yeah, you're just like, what? Is there oil in Hawaii? Why are we stealing? I know. Or was there just sweet land? Sweet land, sweet, and they were like, land. "Oh, it's, it's got to be an incredible place for a military base." Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's what it was. That's, that's the thing. Yep. Where do we house the planes we're taking other places? Right. That is what happened. And as as recent as like nineteen, whenever it was founded, or whenever it became American, it was like they were raping and taking over land. It's like, oh, I, I thought hope that nobody's was like listening to this podcast ago. for facts. I know. I, I said yeah. millions of yeah. years. I said millions of years. Uh, it's literally a podcast where people make giant preconceived notions about things. So if it's movies, if it's historical facts, it's oh, okay. God. Good. All right. Good. I don't think I would fact check before repeating anything we've said. There's probably more accurate podcasts for historical information. I can yeah. think of one. But that's I out think there. Hawaii was originally an anti-Semitic community. <laughs> they built it just to uh, hate the Jews. I think. Yeah. Why, yeah right. That was I read that, it was I like read three million too. years ago <laughs> when Hawaii became a state. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That's it. Yep. Uh, you know, vol- volcanoes oh, historically yeah. have actually been. Volcanoes were like Jews, and they would erupt, <laughs> and then they'd make. <laughs> don't, don't get me started on Jews. I will erupt. And uh, that's what that Pixar short is actually about. Oh. Uh, you know, because oh, Disney actually once it bought Pixar. Oh. Everything oh right. The Kobe Bryant one? Right. And Frozen is actually about Walt Disney's body. And, <laughs> yeah. So I is, saw that yeah. movie. Wait, You've seen Frozen? Amazing movie. Yeah. Is, Disney's really Frozen, right? Somewhere? I don't. His head, See, his head I, is... I think that might be a thing everyone thinks. Because uh, of Futurama, I believe it. But, yeah. Ah. Uh, as a Disneyland <laughs> annual pass holder, oh, uh, nice. I can tell you that he is not frozen. Oh, he's not? He's not. Okay. It is a myth. Why? Myth... Who, who told you he's not? Disney? <laughs> Yeah, I, I talked to the head. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the Hall of Hesitance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, also, why like... would his head be at Disneyland? Wouldn't it be in some family member's crypt or some shit? Uh, the the rumor is that it's buried under the Cinderella's mm-hmm. castle. <laughs> it's just, like just a... waiting for the body mm-hmm. to find it. <laughs> Disney, Disneyland annual pass member makes you an <laughs> expert on all I this. I went to Disneyland 75 times. Are you serious? Holy yeah, crap. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last year, yeah. an expert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's only 52 weeks. There's so I know. <laughs> <laughs> Some people are like a I huge like fans of, of Disneyland. <laughs> really? I've never I've been. never been to I've Disneyland. I've never been, either. but I know another person who's obsessed with Disneyland and goes Oh, I think I anyone who it. goes is uh, obsessed, yeah. right? And I've been to Club 33, which is the secret yeah. club and really? yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do they fucking tell us all of Disney's <laughs> secrets? 
<sighs> well, he didn't like the juice. <laughs> no, no, secrets. <laughs> Don't just yeah, you're just reading you're reading the about the author page. Oh, you're right, sorry. <laughs> Man, those cartoons are good. Though. It is crazy mm-hmm. when you watch the old cartoons. You because oh, I, I I watch like old cart. I like I love Looney I, Tunes. I think Looney so Tunes is hilarious. Oh, there's and, so, but if you watch like old old Looney Tunes, you're just like, this is what you drew. This is how you drew Japanese people. Yeah, and this is propaganda. You watch and you watch like old Disney cartoons. You're like, what do we have now that in 50 years people will be like. Holy I shit. cannot believe they ever made that. Your characters had genders? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. We like to think we're doing okay. We're not. But Whatever. I think well, part of me also thinks like in the forties when they were making those like very racist Looney Tunes cartoons, they were like, Yeah, we know we hate them because of their race. You know what I mean? They're like, we so this is why we're drawing this yeah. like this. Hopefully, right? Mm-hmm. Ideally. Uh, we got a. Uh, we're gonna play one of our games. Okay. It's a. Uh, uh, and then we got a fan script for for Sweet. the. Uh, we're gonna so read for the movie Space Jam. Ooh, it's time for a game. So this one, this game we're gonna do. Uh, uh, it's called Three Tracks, and what this is is I've taken the audio from three movie scenes <gasps> and put it on top of each other. And you have to pluck out what the three movies are. <gasps> and it's it's three movies I think we've all seen. I will, uh, uh, and so it, but it's going to play simultaneously. So you got to listen and, and and pull it out. Can we solve it? Wait, as a, you can solve as it as it goes. Okay. Be, there's there's three audio from three movie scenes playing simultaneously. What you have to All pluck right. out with the three movies? Let's do uh, it. It's a game that critics of the podcast have called a nightmare. And, uh, <laughs> I love that. We're still one doing game it. you should stop doing. <laughs> <laughs> so this is it right here. Fuck critics. So just call it out if if you if okay. you know what right, you're calling. All right, here we go. <laughs> I mean, Notting Hill? No. I shall inform you No kidding, I heard it was kind of hard. Apparently, there's some sort of high tone advances to do over the mountains. How could it be two upstanding gentlemen such as did not marry an invitation? When Harry met Sally? has to make sure this dock stays off limits to civilians. It's a fine goal. Uh, it's it's uh, one of the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I was gonna say Rango, so that's I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I can't place the porno music. Pulp Fiction. Wait, the porno music is Forty Year Old Virgin. No. Oh. Boogie Nights. No. It's a comedy. No, it's not. I it. Oh. Pretty good. Kill Bill. Okay. Kill Bill. Yeah. <gasps> oh, that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that was the bottle of sake. Okay. So then what's that audio track? A Steve Coogan movie? A Farrelly Brothers movie? You understand? <laughs> I love that scene. Ah, real. Do you understand? This is the hardest one of these you've ever done. How to be a player? 
Boomerang? He's outside of a police station. Beverly Hills Cop? Oh, uh, Blue Street. Blue Street. Yeah. yeah. Blue Street. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Nice. It's it's one of my fa- I don't know. It's one of my favorite movies, but uh, I love Blue Street. I, I think it's so fun. I'm talking. Yeah, that's the scene. He's gay, 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 gay. That's right. That's, that's, the, that was the scene. Plucked was where he uh, hides the diamonds. D- no, he delivers the pizza to try and get inside. And he's like, he puts on the horrible teeth and the curly wig, and he's like, I got to get the pizza to the police officer. Yeah. And then the guy won't let him in, and he's like, uh, calls the police officer Shamu, which was always funny to me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's so funny. It's but a great also, scene. What a weird thing when he hid that time. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. And uh, Chappelle's got that where he flicks the cigarettes, always so funny, and then the, win- the windows up. Yeah, great, great. great Chappelle great. killed that movie. That's one of the first things I think I saw movie wise. Yeah, mm. where I was like, that dude just. Fucking funny. And when I undercover brother too. first bought a DVD player, it came with the skulls and Blue Streak on DVD. So yeah. like, the there was, skulls? Because DVDs were expensive, <laughs> yeah. I guess. And it was yeah. like, here's two movies so you can watch them. And I couldn't get in. The I couldn't skulls. afford another DVD until like I got Dodgeball. Like, that was the third, <laughs> and that was like two the, years. The skulls was starring Pacey from Dawson's Creek, right? Uh, it was yeah, Josh Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Josh and, uh, Jackson in a, in a secret Paul society Walker. movie. Yeah, in a secret <laughs> society. With, uh, and then I'm always remembering, because Chappelle did that bit about the... Uh, well, the guy who did interrupted John Kerry's speech. Is it true you remember you remember of Skull and Crossbones? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Don't tase me, bro. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we got our last thing here is we're going to to uh, a fan. Katie sent us in a Space Jam script, and the reason she sent Space Jam in is is sometimes we play a game involving my dad on the podcast, and a big thing is my dad hasn't been to a movie theater since he saw Space Jam. <laughs> like, that's the last time he went to a movie theater, and so that's the last movie my dad has watched all the way through, I guess, is the, the reason. So she had never seen Space Jam, and uh, we got it here. So let's go ahead and let everyone know who we're going to be playing in, in Katie's Space Jam scene. I'll be playing Michael Jordan. I'll be doing the stage directions, and I'll be reading Emerald. I'll be playing Kathy Griffin. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be playing Guy Fieri and Bugs Bunny. Here we go. Is Kathy Griffin in Space Jam? She is now. Oh, nice. Interior. The camera pans down a long row of spices, then opens the shot to reveal the tall corridors of a gigantic kitchen, kind of like Hogwarts Library, but with spices and cans instead of books. You could say it's the Michael Jordan (laughs) of kitchens. (laughs) Yeah. Cut to a shot of Michael Jordan in the middle of the kitchen, sitting dejected, dejectedly on a stool while hearing, while wearing a chef's hat. He is surrounded by an open recipe book, bowls half filled with stewed fruits and spice containers strewn about. Enter Kathy Griffin, who saunters jauntily into the kitchen wearing an offbeat but sassy outfit, like a suede vest and a fedora, to indicate to the audience that she is somehow totally in on a 90s fashion while at the same time is definitely a free spirit. Cue fan rhythm on the xylophone to announce her uh, entrance. Oh, wow. Hi, Mikey. What's shaking? (laughs) How many times do I have to tell you not to call me that? Well, sweetheart, I'm just trying to establish a sense of jokey camaraderie to somehow legitimize (laughs) myself as your sidekick in this movie, given the low level of plausibility that we would ever be best buddies in real life. Take a chill pill. Oh, okay, you're right. I have to make this movie a success to show that wor- show the world I can be successful at more than just basketball and baseball. Okay, just basketball. <laughs> also, I just lost a million dollars in a reckless bet on my golfing skills. These are the skates. Everybody got that? Turns to the camera like Rick Morianis and Spaceballs. 
in that scene where he summarizes the plot for the audience. <laughs> okay, you silly man-child. So what's this mess in the kitchen all about? The secret to my success in every NBA championship, aside from my face fadeaway jump shot and relentless pursuit to lead the league in scoring, was jam. Uh, you mean like jamming your way into every scoring opportunity? I'm hilarious. <laughs> No, like fruit jam, man. The only reason I hit those six straight three-pointers in the 92 finals was because Gatorade gave me a concentrated jam form of citrus cooler. That's good research in here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure, I shrugged it off, but that was only to protect my secret. And my 63-point game against the Celtics? That was some homemade strawberry jam made by Scottie Pippen's mom. The only way to guarantee success in the movie is to create a special jam to give me the power to break box office records like I broke the mold of the basketball star. Whoa, that's totally new information to me, even though it's implied that we have years of close friendship between us. (laughs) What's the matter this time, Cupcake? Nothing seems to work. I think I need help. I have an idea. See, this is what quirky sidekicks are for. Let's assemble a cast of Food Network All-Stars and have them iron chef it out to see who can make the best jam. Kathy, that is the first useful thing you've said. And that's saying something, as we've been the best of friends for so many years. Interior, the set of Iron Chef. Camera pans back on a long table that holds three piles of ingredients, then pans up to reveal three chefs, Martha Stewart, Emeril, and Guy Fieri. They are standing behind the ingredients. Welcome, celebrity chefs. I have assembled only the best of the best here to help concoct some award-winning jam for my movie endeavor. You might say that you are all the Michael Jordans of cooking world. I would love if he world. kept saying that. <laughs> <laughs> An awkward silence ensues. Then the contestants nod solemnly and get to work cooking. There is a montage of food prep activity with a jaunty xylophone rhythm in the background. Jaunty xylophone rhythm in the background. Jaunty. Uh, spliced with soaring shots of Miami because apparently that's where this is set. Okay, it's mostly shots of Miami. The last scene is of the three chefs, again, at the table, each one with a prepared meal in front of them. Uh, who's Martha Stewart? I'll do it. Okay. I'll do it. I prepared a brioche toast with jam made from artisanal <laughs> pomegranates and nectarines. Not because they taste good, but because they just lo- look so pretty. I've topped it all off by sticking in some of those fake long twigs from Pottery Barn. You like people, you know, like people put in vases on their dining table to look fancy. Ha! Huh, it's me, Guy Fieri! I know my presence here in the early 90s is an anachronism, but my frosted tips are extremely 90s appropriate. So, here I am. I've prepared a gourmet burger, which is incredibly edgy given that people in the early 90s only ever ate burgers at McDonald's and paid at most 99 cents for them. Mine has a fried egg on top, allowing me to charge like $16 for this shit. That's just because me revolutionizing, that's just me revolutionizing the faux food world. Oh, and there's jalapeno jam on top, because all I wanted to do was cook a burger, but I remembered at the last minute there's some sort of jam objective here. Using my signature New Orleans style, I made a jambalaya jam and sprinkled in lots of spicy sayings during the taping of that montage scene. Bam! Is that enough? What is all this? These are crazy concoctions that no sane person would ever ingest. What am I going to do? In flies Bugs Bunny. I'm not sure why he's flying, but he's a cartoon so he can do whatever he wants. Everyone gasps. <gasps> is that Bugs Bunny? It's as if we exist in some altered reality, whereas it is possible for cartoon characters to coexist in the normal human world. This is totally new and refreshing, except for the fact that it's a direct ripoff from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> that Jessica Rabbit was so hot. Mm-hmm. Can we get it up here instead of freaking Bugs Bunny? Also, I'm aware that I'm changing voices. Oh, that's good. Okay. You're very good. <laughs> I'm still doing Kathy Griffin from that Seinfeld episode. <laughs> Hi, I'm still here. <laughs> 
because I'm so important to your life in this movie. Give Bugs a chance, Mikey. People love cartoon characters. We don't know this yet, but Pixar is about to account for like half the movies that come out. This will be really, really good for your movie, Pumpkin. <clears throat> I'm Bugs Bunny. <laughs> I'm here in this movie to present you with the perfect jam. He brings out a mason jar that is completely empty and lays it at Michael Jordan's feet. What is this? It's an empty jar. Do you think I'm some kind of moron? Now you got me madder than when Charles Oakley was traded mm. for Bill Cartwright. I need some <laughs> special like fruit jam, Bugs. <laughs> it's a secret to all my successes. <clears throat> Big guy. It's all in your head. You never see Bugs when he's off the clock. He's not as yeah, 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 big guy. Hey, big guy. It's all in your head, huh? It's like that's Bugsy. Yeah. <laughs> you never needed a jam to win NBA championships or lead the dream team to gold in '92 Olympics. Your talent was all in here. Points to Michael Jordan's wallet, <laughs> and you'll find the key to movie success in the same place. This is exactly what I needed to make my movie successful. A feel-good, quasi-philosophical lesson at the ending. That's not at all ripped off from Dumbo. Thanks, Bugs. You're the best. He Mm. picks up the jar and eyes it wonderingly. All I needed instead of jam was just this jar filled with empty space. A space jam. (laughs) (laughs) I have, uh, thank you, Katie, for scripting. I have, uh, one question. Well, not really a question. For not... For not having seen Space Jam, she sure had such good details about the career and life of Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like and a big Michael that Jordan Oakley fan. thing is not like you had to really be a big fan of basketball to mm-hmm. know that. I feel mm-hmm. like the Oakley Cartwright trade. Maybe she loves him so much she couldn't bear to see him uh, leave basketball again for another endeavor. <laughs> like baseball wasn't there. Uh, golf, golf, just yeah. only basketball only. Well, thank you very much, Katie. Thank you guys for coming on the show. Hell yeah. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. Giving yeah. us a look in here. Uh, tell everyone where to find you guys doing stuff and where around and everything. <laughs> I'm at Sharla Larson on all social media. And uh, I do shows around L.A. just like Google me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm at Mr. Travis Clark on all socials. And uh, I also do shows around town So in Los Angeles. So look for me. Yeah. I'm at Mr. Will Miles on Twitter and Instagram. That's M-R, not M-I-S-T-E-R. M-R, Will Miles. And uh, though I'm rarely there, I still claim to co-host the <laughs> show Comedy at the Knitting Factory every Sunday in Brooklyn at 9 p.m. Truly a lot of flights. <laughs> to get back and forth Come to that. Every week. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I'll, I'm in L.A. a majority of the time, I think. Great. Thank nice. you guys so much. Uh, thank you guys for listening. If you want to write a fan script like Katie, please... Write uh, one for a movie or TV show you've never seen. Send it to us. Never seen it show at gmail.com. It's never seen it show at gmail.com. And if you guys don't know and you want to check it out, we have bonus episodes and footage and other things like that up on a Patreon page now. It's patreon.com slash never seen it. P A T R E O N dot com slash never seen it. We got a bunch of other stuff up there if you like the show. Thank you guys very much. It's a good show.